What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast, and yes, we are back at it again, week after week. Had a little delay, there was some partying in between. I'm sorry for the last episode, took two weeks to get out. A lot of fun, you might be able to hear it in my nasal passages. I've had a head cold for the last couple days. No more sneezing today, just a you know, couple blows here and there of the Kleenex. Little congestion still, I can feel it. And this is when I feel like I'm in my Nas, my Nas voice. You've, you've heard this a few times here on the podcast. Right before summer, getting excited, talk about drip season, talking about the Lebanon diaries. You know, I've been, I've been chopping it up with a Problematic the last couple, this last week. Had some good chats with him talking about, you know, staying fresh to death even at 40 years old. Well, I'm 40, but, you know, he's he's creeping along there. He's he's catching up. He ain't that old. I mean, young. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations to everybody out there staying safe, being aware, you know. I know there's a lot, there's a lot of crazy shit going on. And some people are going to have to adjust. Some people won't. That's just the nature of the beast. If the fan you can hear in the back is on, I'm sorry, but it's a nice day. I'm feeling good. Just had that. You know, before I say I, I had the chronic. I was thinking about when I set up the mic just now and hit the record button. I got Last Chance You paused on my screen right now. Episode 6. Pretty good season. I'll talk about that in a little bit here. But back to the chronic. I was setting up and... You know, motherfuckers high, and I go, you know, there's nothing better than some good-ass chronic. You know, if you don't smoke weed, I get it. I mean, I understand some people can't handle the highs, you know. You fucks with the lows too much, but you can't handle the highs. You're just going to learn to embrace it, because nothing's happening. I mean, in reality. Physically, there's probably things happening to you. I don't know the science behind it, but I will say it does allow things to sound like they're flowing so good. When in comparison, maybe listening back, it could be different. Not pretty, not sure on that. I don't go back and listen to the podcast unless there was something that I reached and touched on. Not like Jeffrey Epstein, but I was reaching and touching, um, you know different flavors for your ear you know what i'm saying i got that flavor for your ear got that brand new flavor for your ear if you don't know what that is you haven't done your job you have i haven't done my job if you don't know what that is i'm not a hip-hop encyclopedia but i know some shit you feel me i know a little bit of shit i mean my my godfather of hip-hop he he made me listen to everything he put me on the side gone Back in the 2000s, you know, got me making archives of MP3s, every fucking artist ever. I don't even know if he still has these things, but he's got, listen, Napster didn't do their job, I'll tell you that. This guy was deep in it, deep in it. He got he got Adelphia Cable for quite a bit, just saying. Win-win right there, win-win. So, I'm just, a, I'm a book, man, I'm an open book. I think at this point, I've dabbled in 
you know, the social media. I've done the 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 um, streaming side of it. I've edited the videos for YouTube. And this podcast, I like the podcast a lot. Number one, it's easy. I can sit here and run my mouth for a good number of minutes. Now, most of our podcasts, you know, 25, 30 minutes on average. Sometimes it gets a little goofy and you get to 50 minutes if you get stuck on a tangent. I never pre-program how far I'm going to go. I just don't want to be bland and searching for stories that have nothing to do with what we're trying to create here on the podcast. And it's always, even we talk about the darkest shit, that's an uplifting part of it. You got to think about the upside of having that conversation. You know, I was having dinner last night. And I was talking to a young woman and she says she just barely realized there was a problem like a year ago. As in with Black Lives Matter. And I was I I wasn't as stunned as I could have been because I know how people can live in a bubble. NBA's coming back. They're in a bubble. Everything's good. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But The beautiful part of what I appreciate a lot about my life is having the mindset to not think in just one dynamic, to be able to possibly understand another person's view, having not lived that exact life. You know, it's hard to say that you understand as a white person a black life because I don't think that's possible unless you are might you might be 90% white and 10% black but you see it happen to your father or something like that or your mom or your grandparents but not so much to you just because of the variant of your skin tone but that's what the beautiful part like I said that's what I love so much about who I am and everyone who shaped me into who I am is that I don't have like I might I might joke about some shit that has nothing to do with race but I'm I might you know I like to beat bust people's balls I'm a ball buster cuz I like to see I want to make people stronger I want people to understand things and once you have that like knowledge is power right that's one that's the strongest asset you can have in life they say money yeah Money can do quite a lot of things, but you got to have knowledge to get that money. Some sort of knowledge. Something got you that point, even if you inherited that shit. You might got lucky, but, you know, we're not talking about the one percenters here. 99% knowledge is power. Information can get you a long way. It's great for communicating with people that you may not have known. You have great similarities not based on where you grew up what the poverty line was and if you have to worry about dying every day walking home I mean these are to me it's not complicated to me it's very oh I was I've been aware since I could remember now you remember my past remember being a kid like I I was socially aware of Obviously, there's some kind of injustices going on here. I mean, I was a, uh, 
I was deep in it. Poor, poor ass cracker from all over the Champlain Valley. And I saw it, you know. Just as a poor white person, not as a black person. A, a, a difference there, right? Huge difference. We can't equip you. We can't put those two together and say they are from the same same seed. Those are two different outcomes you'll have in thought processes, lifestyles, awareness, and ultimately confusion. Of why this is happening to me. What did I do when I have done nothing, absolutely nothing wrong? Why is there barriers that I have to hurdle over and I can't just step through? There are a lot of complicated conversations that need to be had, and they have to. I don't know how it's not going to be had because Bravo, like I said about the bubble, Bravo to the NBA. For making this happen. Got through the month of January, uh, July. They're playing their first regular season games. I mean, the end of the regular season games right now. Started last night. Clippers, Lakers. Finished it off. And, uh, so beautiful. So beautiful to watch. And they'd have no positive tests. They test daily. No positive tests. They're in a bubble. They set up a program that seems to be working. People might make out crazy stories about how Lou Williams left the bubble just to get chicken wings and go to a strip club, which has nothing to do with factual information. He left for a funeral to a close family friend, and he happened to get food while he was in Atlanta, Georgia, from a strip club that makes some dope-ass chicken wings that I'm hearing about called Magic City. But some people are spouting that he just left the bubble to get food. Now, even if he did leave the bubble to get food, you have to get tested. You get quarantined for 10 days to get back in the bubble. It's a simple process. It's not like the strip club was open. There's no strippers working. It's impossible to have that kind of interaction unless they're fish. They're all in tanks. <clears throat> and I don't know how you get the dollar bills in. That's back to like uh, 45th Street, 42nd Street in New York City back in the 70s and 80s. The Deuce. You haven't seen that show? Check it out one time. I'm drinking some Gatorade. I'm high as fuck. It's all good. Ugh. Three weekends in a row, had a bottle of champagne every Sunday night, playing dice, losing money, taking money, losing more money, rolling that dice, <coughs> little remnants of a cough. The joint probably didn't help to dry out my throat, but you got to win some to lose some. You know what I'm saying? It might sound ass backwards to you, but you got to win some to lose some. No one's undefeated out here. 
No one's undefeated. Just picking up some trash here. Don't worry about it. So I'm excited. The NBA's back. I'm going to watch the Celtics play tonight. Not going to watch. I'm going to watch them on TV. They're playing the Bucks, so I get to see Giannis. A lot of games tonight. Got a little money riding on it. Got a little money riding on the golf. All that money I won on that 2K eSports fan duel action I was rocking. Lost all that money, though, in the last couple weeks. Down to about $3. But it's not my money. I won it fair and square. Never put any deposits in. Just out here shaking the stick, trying to see what gets loose. So I'm excited about the Celtics. Hopefully we get a good matchup for the playoffs and everything runs smoothly till the finish of this uh, NBA season without any craziness like what happened in Florida with the Major League Baseball Marlins, who 12 guys got sick and uh, their season's on halt. So, you know, too bad for that. But when you try to do fuckboy shit, you get fuckboy issues and results. So... Like I said, I was last chance you is paused right on my TV right now. This season, starring the Laney Junior College. If you don't know where Laney is, it's in a little town called Oakland, California. Oak Town. The town. <coughs> the Bay. Not San Francisco, see. Now Oakland and San Francisco are not the same place. That's why it's called the town in the city. You learn a little bit if you pay attention. Last Chance You this season, oh man, I'm only episode 6, it's halfway through right now, great stories, great coach, um, they're not really, I, they don't say too much about his heritage, but I want to say he's got to be Mexican, because he was talking about dancing with the Puerto Ricans and the Latinas back in his day when he met his wife at the club so just saying I, I mean I'm gonna say Mexican American gotta that's what I'm gonna go with great guy though hard ass just like every coach every successful coach you gotta be a hard ass at some point especially I think you see it more in like high schoolers college kids like those coach that that realm of coaching because you still these men are still get like you can't talk to a grown ass man like that in the NBA that's why Rick Pitino never was successful, or John Calipari. You know, very few college coaches get into the NBA and are successful. Brad Stevens doing pretty well, but his, the system, I think, was set up pretty well for him because of who they drafted. And But Brad Stevens, yeah, great program, great, um, you know, he's got a great situation set up. And he's been a big part of it. You know, he, coaching does help. Absolutely. That's why there's only a, a handful that get paid the, the the price of the tag, you know. Winning does cost. So if you enjoyed, if you enjoy any kind of documentaries on sports, this Last Chance You is, is a great one to watch. It's a, I think it's like season five seasons of it first couple ones were crazy because that coach man that guy was from california from compton white guy and jesus man 
I thought I knew what I, I thought I knew what the fuck was up. This guy was, you know, ex gangbanger, so but that guy had some problems. Got a drinking problem too. That's <laughs> when you got a coach who drinks a bottle of whiskey a night, that's when you got you know you uh, cognac I should say, a little yak, that henny. <coughs> Love that henny. God damn. Yeah, that's not that's not a coach I want my fucking kids having, you know what I'm saying? If I were to have kids. Big ups to all the parents out there. You had Mother's Day, Father's Day. Hope everything worked out. Hope everyone's staying safe, masked up, hoodied down. I will say it. I always say it. Black lives do matter. Relax. Figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? You people out there who don't get it, you know, try, watch the 13th Amendment on Netflix. Do some research. It's okay to know the history. You were not taught that in high school. The shit you heard in high school are all fucking fables, man. Every story about the wars are fables. You can ask anybody who has an education. That all that shit is fake. Fake history. We're finding that shit out now. I'm not Alex Jones, conspiracy theorist. Stage 5 clinger, but I will say the United States has been involved in covert ops. They have buried and created situations like the Gulf of Tonkin in Vietnam, which caused the war. So let's just, let's just understand what the fuck's going on out here. But again, last chance you. This show, it's, oh, it's inspiring. It's hard to watch young kids go through those, those young kids' trouble. You, you know, you got one kid's got two children, a two-year-old and a one-year-old. He's at junior college. His wife works. They live with his family. I mean, talk about pressures, man. Let alone getting going to school and get your grades. He's got he's playing football. And his wife. I don't know if they're married. His girlfriend. His baby mama is the one paying for the food and shit. She's going to nail school to own her own business. Now that's work. That's work. That don't get talked about too much in the series, but she does have her little moment where she gets to talk about herself and what she, you know, what she does and how everything affects her. And that's that 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 story, you know, should be promoted a little bit more. You might be able to get a big groom groom a bigger audience if you uh, show those uh, those sides of how the story finds its path as a marketing tool for you know women. You know, they do exist without, you know, there's no woman, there's no me, for sure. I am just a product. Not copying out on anything there, just saying, you know, I was made. And I can't, I can't do the making. So, NBA's back. Drip season is deep in it. I mean, the weather's been delicious. Need a little bit more rain. 
golf was tough yesterday, but yesterday I wasn't feeling 100%. Had a lot of sniffles, a lot of coughing. But you know the best thing? Never felt sick. I knew I was a little head cold. There was so much going on the past three weeks. I was in pools. There was urine probably. Golden showered. The Be Cool podcast has been brought to you by Lebanese Drake. So bad, Europe and Asia put him on exile. Eating all the tuna tartare this side of the Mississippi. You can find him on Snapchat, mlander86. Good luck. And you know a lot of alcohol. When it, that sometimes when you <coughs> you catch that, you, you just let it go. Sometimes the body gives up at a point. Needs a rebirth. But I said, fuck you. I tell you when you rebirth. Last night, two Mai Tais, two martinis off after the golf course. Had a great dinner. Great conversations. Good people. Down by the river. Where the water works. Tonight, watch some Celtics. Hopefully get that JR's stuffed bread or a calzone. I want that ricotta. That ricotta, the cheese, and the pepperoni. No one's fucking with me. I do the fucking. I do the fucking. No soup for you. One year. So when I was thinking, I was watching Last Chance You last night one of the episodes I can't tell you which one it was but something was I I can't even remember what it was now see that's why I don't I don't want to write that shit down I don't want to have a script when I'm doing this podcast I want to I want you to know when your mind does that, that it blinks and it farts out <coughs> It's not just you. You know? It's not just you. It's Everybody's does. I'm out here swinging for the fences. Trying to keep it going. My, th- my chest is itching. I gotta blow my nose. And guess what? I just did. You guys missed it, but I thought I'd pause it for you while I did that. Plus, I wanted to have a little sip. You know, get everything refreshed. And ready to go. Oiled up for this last run. So I'm watching Last Chance You. There was some song, something happened, and a song was playing. And I think someone was talking about how the music that they listened to changed their lives. And I think it was what was happening, the music you listened to, that you remember the most is the music that you remember while you're changing. So you may have listened to the music, liked the music, but if you've ever watched a movie called White Men Can't Jump, there's a two actors, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson in the back of a drop top with Rosie Perez driving in the front. And they're talking about Jimi Hendrix. And Sidney Dean tells Billy Hall that he can't hear Jimmy. Now, I can tell you there's a lot of people who like music that just dance to music. They don't they might even remember the lyrics. 
they love music. They dance as soon as they hear these songs. But they might not be hearing what the fuck they listening to. Now, the reason I thought about this even further was because of the fact if you don't understand what's going on today and why there is such an issue, then you haven't listened to the right music. You know, it's all good to listen to those 100 hits or the top 10 hits, right? All that good music. But there's music that these artists make that aren't the number one hits. <coughs> and your failure to know those songs. To know what these people endure in their lives or they have the tragedies that they have lived through or the struggles they have been in is a blame on you is a hundred percent blame on you i don't care you can you can play the ignorant card and say oh i don't i don't i don't listen to all the music well if you've heard one jay-z song you gotta hear another one like, if you know 99 problems, but you don't know the evils, I can't really help you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we can have a conversation where you're going to know what the fuck I'm talking about at the end of the day. I can try to explain it to you, but you don't feel it like I feel it. Like, I'm a huge J. Cole fan. J. Cole has some hard-to-digest topics in his music. Same with Kendrick Lamar, Logic, and many others. Not I'm not trying not to name them, but there's there's a lot of depth and understanding to be had if you took the time to actually listen. You know, music has been a form of communication and the passing on of information for a long time. It is not just a form of entertainment. That's why they're called artists. You know, the, the visuals and the feelings that people grasp from a painting that you're not grasping from spoken word is a cause for concern, ladies and gentlemen. And if we're not willing to tap into understanding our flaws and our and when I say our I say I'm, I'm speaking for every white person out there I got the credit too I don't give a fuck come at me cancel me see what happens is our is a blame is a blame on us it's another scar on what we create we created the entertainment business to rule over others, to gain money. How many record execs do you know their names of? You, but you know how the much money they've scammed out of their artists. While these people died broke and homeless, with no fault of theirs, but they were just good at what they did. 
you know, not every tragedy is because of a junkie or a crack addict. Okay? Okay? Not every overdose needed to happen. There's a lot of people that gave their lives to music, the arts, that never got any just due. They died poor. <coughs> Probably lost their families. And that's a sad, sad stain on our inability to appreciate and just further understand. There's a value in understanding. I just, I am confused when you don't, when you should know and you don't. If you've lived long, listen, if you're over 40 years old and you don't know what the fuck's going on and are on one side that you should be, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. There's no excuse for a 40-year-old person to either be a racist or to not know what the fuck is the right side. We don't run the country right now, the 40-year-olds. There's still there's a lot of more old ass racist, older ass races out there. And they're even deep and thicker into it. So I ain't gonna blame all y'all. But 50% of these 40-year-olds out here, these white 40-year-olds, need to start bucking up. Can't be scared of your fucking parents. Can't be scared of your fucking grandparents. If they racist, they racist, but you don't have to be. So back to the behind the music. You know, I was thinking that because when you're growing, you're not just sitting there listening to music every day. Shit, but you listen to music. You listen to music with your friends. You listen to music in the car, on the way to work, on the way to school, on the bus, at the park, shooting hoops, <coughs> lifting weights, getting dates. You know? But that music... Isn't what's making you change. You're already changing. But that music can. Can guide. Your mental capacity. To grow. Extremely. More diverse. Because if you can understand Bob Marley. As a kid. If you could understand Pink Floyd. If you could understand. Bud, uh, not Bud, what am I saying, Bud? Bob Dylan, if you can understand Tupac and Biggs. Now, I'm not saying, now, Tupac and Biggie are told totally different content. But their stories are on the both sides of being a young black male. Tupac's early music was not about slanging dope or gangbanging and kicking ass. It was about specific stories of hurt and struggle in the communities he knows well. 
and Biggie's was about how to get money and what happens in one of the biggest cities in the world when there basically are no laws and people dying every day from crack from drugs from poverty from all types of shit totally different ways of telling a story about the same thing being young and black in America Bob Marley I mean if that shit don't make you cry I don't know what to tell you if you listen to man see for me I listen to Hale Selassie and that one it's not, it's not it's just praise to you know the one and only the one and only king of Zion but you know you can listen to, someone should listen to redemption song buffalo soldier trench town rock there's a many many artists out there that have told stories that are revered artists and if those people can be listened to and taken for the great storytellers that they are, where are those same rewards sent to BET where they can be praised and honored? You know, Dave Chappelle was just recently, I think this past year, was awarded the Mark Twain Award for writing. And goddamn, huh? A comedian. A black comedian who has no problem telling you how he the fuck feels. And how his community feels about shit. Is honored like that. <coughs> and that shit gives me a glimmer of hope. When I see shit like that, it gives me a glimmer of hope. That... It's possible. It's possible for a majority of this nation that is not black, brown, or indifferent will finally fucking get it. And I don't have to talk about this shit all day. This shit, I I mean, yeah, it sounds kind of bougie when I'm saying this. Now that I think about it, but this part I'm saying is bougie when I say it right now. I get I'm I get sick of having to explain this shit to people. Or to hear the ignorance. Like it's pissing them off. I'm getting sick of just hearing about it and having to talk about it. How do you think it feels when you have to live that shit? When that's your life. When just because you were born with black skin, there has to be a hundred times harder. Everything takes a hundred mo- times more steps. I mean, I can't, I really can't, I really can't understand how it's that difficult for somebody to even try to imagine what that 
kind of lifestyle would do to them. What would you see so much clearer than having to walk in those shoes for 40 years? To never feel like it there's anything that you do that's enough. Because it don't matter if they want to take me down, they can take me down. They're killing people in the streets. It's on TV. It's on the news. And ain't nobody going to jail for it. They've been doing it for years. Hundreds of years. Almost half. What? Fucking almost 500 years. That's. That's got to be confusing to you. That has to be a problem that is, I, I mean, it has, I don't, I want to say dealt with, it has to be resolved in the best way possible. I don't know what does that. I think that's the hardest thing for people who do want to make a change. I don't know what does it, what, what helps in any way. To repair that fracture that exists. That, it's, that the fracture that has never even tried to. Uh, you know what it's like? It's like when you put a wedge of wood into something. To make, a, make it sturdy. And then it cracks. So the thing isn't as sturdy as it used to be. And there's a crack in it. And this crack is what America has been. This crack. Because it's not sturdy. It's got some issues. It's got a lot of stress. That's never been fixed. They've tried to put some putty on it. They tried to put some gorilla's glue on it. They tried to put staples and nails into it. <clears throat> but they cannot fix it. They just couldn't fix it. And now they're trying to fill the hole with gold. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I had those types of answers. I have answers to a few other a few things, but the greater the, the greatest pain in society is uh is what our conscious has been able to create. Our actual conclusions and the result of our conclusions and our thoughts has created the system that we live in today. <coughs> the system this country built. And if you want to take a look back at all the presidents before Barack Obama, you can tell me how many white people ran this country. You can go ahead and take a minute there. It's a long count. Because there are a lot of them. It's probably like 40 something. But the problem is not just that. It's the problem 
that we've faced throughout our existence is that things you know people can't focus on something just one thing for more than 10 seconds they're always on their phone that's why tiktok is always a big thing because tiktok is just like that uh the vine because there's only like a tense three second video where you can only have 10 seconds and it's done that's why snapchat was pretty good but the thing is with a tiktok people just scrolling through that watching all these types of shit people don't want to sit down people don't want to give a fuck but I love what the NBA bubble has done. These players made it a point that we're not coming back to play basketball unless we have our this platform that we can promote and stand for the things that we want to. Players at the interviews after <coughs> scrimmages and practices the first thing they mentioned, some of them, is where's justice for Breonna Taylor? They all have... Black Lives Matter is on the court during the games. You understand what I'm saying? The players have... Great, unbelievable... Slogans... That make you have to notice their names are gone from their jerseys it's say her name we matter peace equality black lives matter the nba is not going the nba players are not going to this what they this is unbelievable to watch cuz i can i would love to i can't wait to watch an nba game and next to somebody or in a restaurant and be able to see the game somehow and hear some white person complaining about it. That's when I'll know that it's making it making it what I think the movement stronger and hopefully gets to where it needs to be for you know the rest of these blind motherfuckers to see again. You know, it's, I say blind as in they've never known reality. You know, hate, it's easy to hate. You can hate everything. If you're not happy, you're hating everything. <coughs> and that's just the way it is. So be happy. Don't worry now. Be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. Na 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 na. Don't worry. Be happy. All right. It's 42 minutes. I got to finish this last chance you episode before I head out for the Celtics game. Hope everyone has a great weekend. I'll talk to y'all next after I get back from New York. New York. Peace and love. And remember, be cool, motherfuckers.